take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. The podcast. From the creator of Star Wars. From the director of Cocoon. A world is awakening. With the strength of my great army, can you not find one little child? It's a dangerous world. That's why we need your help. Your journey has just begun. Willow. Heroes come in all sizes. But adventure... Doesn't come any bigger than this. It is time for season four, bro. I have missed you so much because I think, as people know by now, we don't actually talk when the show's off. It's our <laughs> it's our time away from each other. It's a time to reset. But I have I I have missed you so much because I've had nothing to talk about for about seven weeks now. <laughs> Happy New Year, Chad, and 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 welcome to season four. And yes, legitimately, he did sit down. First thing he said before he started recording, he's like, "I miss you, bro. I miss talking to you. I miss seeing you." And and yes, we we do send a, ra- a random text here and there, but yeah, it was like, like topic topic ideas for season four. <laughs> or hey, are you ever going to get to that list, bro? Because it would be really helpful. It's texts like that. So let me ask you. Did you watch Willow 1988 to prepare for this episode? Oh, absolutely I did. There was no way I was going to do this episode without watching it. Because even having watched it now again, I realized I think I remembered maybe one part of the entire movie from my childhood. Okay, so you did see it when you were a kid. I think so. I think so. so. But it wasn't that I was randomly flipping channels one day and saw a moment and then that's what's stuck in my head forever. And the reason we're doing this is because the new Willow TV series is out. No, 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 no. It's not even, that's not even, that's not even why we're doing, we're doing it a hundred percent because of you. Like you (laughs) want to do this. Like I I mean, even, even, (laughs) I I mean, and, and we're doing this. Episode 401, dude. It's the first episode of the year, which really comes down to because I guess the TV show's coming out, which I didn't even know was coming out. It's out. And it's not coming out. It's out. Oh, oh. see, that's how little I know. <laughs> but it's like good timing. You... It makes sense to do it now. And like I said, I know it's not maybe no, the like biggest be... way we could start season four, but if we don't do Willow now, there's no point in ever doing it. So here well, we are, I mean, Willow nineteen eighty. See, that's not true because sometimes it's fun to bring back the obscure when it's not relevant. See, nice. now everybody's talking about. We're going to be right buried now. in the SEO now. This well, is well, not even. I don't even care about that <laughs> publicly. The point is, like, I I know I knew nothing about it. I literally knew nothing about it, and I still I I my my question to you is, 
why this movie even after watching it like it's like an insight into you that you've been my dude besties yeah for 30 plus years mm -hmm. and i've always known that you know you liked you know zelda and like you like some fantasy this is like next level fantasy bro <laughs> like this made me go like is this who Adam is that I never realized? Is this the Adam I don't know? Has he been hiding this from me? Like, why are we doing this movie? First of all, this is a window into not not 41-year-old Adam. It's a window into seven-year-old Adam. This came out in 88 when I was seven years old, and this was my jam. This was Everybody's, all my friends love this movie, but except apparently you, but we, we, we watch this regularly. This was in the heavy well, rotation with never ending story, princess bride, the, the great fantasy of the eighties. This was see, in the heavy princess rotation. Bride with, scared me. I can't watch princess bride. I haven't watched it in what, 30 years. All of it. I don't know. There's something about never ending story. All that stuff is just didn't like that one either. Because of it, because of our tech in the in the swamp of sorrow, I know it's very, it's it's very sad. I'm still touched by the like swamp of sorrow scene with the tray. So okay, okay. Well, this makes a little more sense. If this was your jam at seven, yes, we weren't really friends yet because my dad hadn't bought the VHS camera. Ah. So now this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> okay, deep breath, Willow. Get into it, bro. Why I wanted to do this now is, one, the show is coming out, and and I did want to see the show, and I've got some thoughts about that, and that will lead me into the original introduction of the show that I've been wanting to get to this whole time. Go. And, no, I've got more preamble. And, oh, okay. And two... I was going to say, the baton is yours. <laughs> I haven't really seen this since I was a kid, and I loved it as a kid, and so I wanted to see it as a man, a jaded man in his 40s, and see if it holds up. Can that's, that be? Can that be the new thing for the year? You had like Adam. You know, this made me feel something. Yes. You you keep progressing, and you go through all these season four. Can it be the year of jaded forty year old Adam? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that wasn't isn't it already jaded forty year old Adam? Even when we were doing yeah, this when I, think, I was thirty nine, really committing to it, like really <laughs> really committing to it. Well, to that end, uh, I have just recorded a special Patreon episode called Rings of Power Gives Me Gas. So I think that's going square on to the jaded 40-year-old uh, in yep. me right there. It's 2023. So so here's the thing with Willow. The the, the show came out, and I, I'm mad at myself, Chad. I'm, I am angry at myself for, for giving Willow 2022 a chance. I am very mad at myself for believing the hype of rings of power and seeing the super bowl commercial in february of of 2022 and being like this doesn't look so bad i'll give this a shot no never adam never buy into the hype you were disappointed with the terminator ones you were disappointed your soul your soul was crushed with ghostbusters 2016 when are you going to learn your lesson adam jaded 40 year old adam you should know this by now that these studios can put together a two-minute trailer that will make it look interesting and that will make fans of the show or movie or whatever say, oh, I could get into this. I'll give it a shot. And so I did. And 
Rings of Power gave me massive gas, like need to go to the hospital gas. And Willow 2022 was so bad, was so incredibly soul-crushingly bad, Chad, that I had to, I gave up after episode two. All right, this is a perfect segue into what I want to talk about. Willow was a movie, came out in 1988. This was literally an all-star setup. I had no idea before I was, I mean, I'm watching the credits because I I don't remember the movie at all. And I'm like, oh my God, George Lucas wrote the story for this? I'm like, wait a minute, this is a Ron Howard film? I mean, this film had so many major players involved in this. Epic, right? Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer and in his 80s and, prime. I mean, like, like you said, Warwick Davis. I mean, he he's great in this. I mean, the thing was, I mean, it, like the lore is that it was practically written for him. It was, well, you know, it, yeah. So it was amazing, and I have two takeaways from it. And again, maybe this is jaded forty something Chad, but I'm watching this thing and I'm like, the baby in the film is the best actor of the movie. She was great. She was awesome. The baby in the movie was the best actor (laughs) in the entire film. So that was point number one. Point number two is, holy Adam's parents let him watch this movie? (laughs) This is scary. Like when they started turning into pigs. Yeah. Oh. And it started getting dark. Yeah. 40-year-old Chad got scared. (laughs) I was like, this is disturbing (laughs) as hell. Screw you, George Lucas, for making this quote pg movie that was way too not pg for a pg rating those were that was my two big takeaways baby best actor scary for a pg movie for eight-year-olds well not only did they let me watch it this is one we went as a family to the theaters to see oh god and, and so I, my sister had to be completely traumatized because she would have been four or five. And and she, she, yeah, this would have scared the living daylights out of her. There are there are super intense moments. Rewatching it again. How about the bog dogs? The dogs that kill oh, the yeah. midwife who's sneaking the baby out of the beginning. And you just see her like <laughs> devoured by There's ravenous literally dogs. Like medieval dog, <laughs> like, like werewolf <laughs> dogs, like ripping people apart in the background. An old like- lady who's saving a baby's life. How about I mean, Van Morta? The bad guy's like at the beginning takes the baby away. He's like, kill her. And she, man, she was great. We're going to get to her. I want to conti- build off a point you made and continue the intro I've been trying to get to that I haven't put together. You're still going? Well, here, here, here's where it's all it's all tied into the Willow reboot and the Lord of Ring and, and Lord uh, uh. Rings of Power. Okay. I know that, Chad, I know you're not the biggest Lord of the Rings fan. You've basically described Fellowship of the Ring as three and a half hours of wide shots of people walking. Yeah, no, it was like three and a half hours of wide shots of like landscapes walking. It's either that or the other thing are the extreme close-ups like, is it secret? Is it safe? (laughs) Those are your two options. That is, that is, that's the first Lord of the Rings. I had to suffer through Christmas after Christmas with my family in that crap. So that's, that's what we've got. Okay, I know, so I know you're not the biggest fan. Willow's better. But you're going. Okay. Did you notice how this Willow is almost a beat for beat ripoff of Lord of the Rings? It starts in a little pastoral village with all these little people that are just dancing around and having their sweet little lives away from all the danger. 
a, a, a MacGuffin gets introduced to the story that they have to escape from the Shire, so to speak, in, in the middle of night. They, uh, a party of little people, like Hobbit-like people, travel all over with your wide landscape shots. They eventually get to a elf maiden, fairy lady, very much like Galadriel, who tells them what they need to do and all this stuff. And they've, they're, 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 it's a journey with a MacGuffin. The whole, they meet a, a roguish drifter type, like a strider, mad mardigan, human, take care of them. It is, it is so much like Lord of the Rings. It's shocking. Do you agree with that statement? Uh, I have two comments on that. Willow managed to tell the entire story in a nice tight two hours and like eight minutes or whatever it was. <laughs> Lord of the Rings decided to do it over two and a half hours over three freaking movies. Okay. So A, different. B, which actually copied what? Shakespeare said there's only what? Three or four stories to be told. Everything's a, a take after that. So yes, Lord of the Rings as a, as a book was written first, but Willow was the first film to be made. And I was watching this going, oh, this is what Lord of the Rings copied. <laughs> yeah, going, Lord of the Rings copied this and they just did it worse. Here is finally the point that I've been driving at this whole time with, with the Rings of Power stuff and the Willow reboot or sequel series. Willow is a, a very good ripoff or inspired by Lord of the Rings to the point where you like Willow more than Fellowship of the Ring. Rings. So here's my, here's my point. Why doesn't Hollywood do more of this? Because no new ideas are ever happening, just rip off old stuff, give it a new name, give it some new, slightly different twists on it, but, but don't keep new, rebooting they do, they do everything. If they do that, then nobody's going to see it because they're going to go, what is People this? saw Willow. People saw Willow. In the 80s. Yeah. When people still saw movies. <laughs> Nobody sees anything anymore. I, I think I'm right on this one. Stop with the reboots. Stop with the sequels. Stop with all this alternate universe stuff. Just well, I would do like successful stuff and put a slight little twist on it. Call it Willow instead of a Hobbit. You know, call them pecs instead of Hobbits. And they're... And then you're fine. No, then you've got a, I'm with a major you. I'm, blockbuster. I'm with you. I'm with you, but they're all too afraid to do it. And then you're not disappointing so people like me. You're not crushing my soul. the same crap. I, <laughs> so that's my point. This is, a, is, is very heavily borrows from not just Lord of the Rings, also Star Wars. You've got the guy who, who, who wants to go on the journey and has the magical MacGuffin. And, you know, farm guy gets caught up in events greater than himself and ends up saving the world. Spoiler alert. So oh, we, God. we are Let's not carry that into season four. We are it's in the nostalgia show. It's part of my, it's We're part of my nostalgia show. It's, anyway, let's start talking about this movie. Now let's start. Let's actually get to Willow 1988. Um, first of all, we talked about the terrifying moments. I mean, you talked about the pig people like that was, that was disturbing. That disturbed you as a 40 something jaded old oh. man. Oh God. How about the how about the two-headed dragon was pretty scary, but what cool. Like 
that is like that is one of those things that hooked me at seven. Okay, the two-headed yeah. dragon that Val Coomer is jumping on and stabbing through the head and cutting its head off and all that stuff. And that, that was part effing sweet. Was cool. I mean, obviously the effects don't hold up, but it was eighty-eight. You know what I mean? And it 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 was epic at that time. And yes, I agree. That was probably the coolest part. And it was industrial light and magic magic that did that stuff. And they also oh, nice. developed. The, the the first time you saw this in film, the morphing technique at the end when the she's changing from a, a tiger to like a ostrich to a human. That morphing that technique part was cool. Was developed that part was cool. from this. And then we saw it in so many things after this, including like the black or white video by Michael Jackson and all that stuff. And it got overdone after a certain point. Like by the mid nineties, we're like, we don't need the morphing thing anymore. It started here. Like I want to, I want to go on record and say I really like Val Kilmer. But when you were like, this was like his greatest role of all time. Oh. Please explain, educate me on why you feel that way. Because I'm sitting here going, I'm not seeing it. He had that perfect balance of bad guy meets charming meets. There's a good guy underneath it all, and then he ends up, you know, helping save the world. Sure. And he's a, a, a romantic. He's he's always getting into trouble. He's, no, he's not. He, yeah. What do you mean? You he's meet a romantic? him. At, you mean, well, all the stuff. No. You, you meet him at the at the at the inn when he's dressed up as a woman having an affair with a with the guy's wife that wants to kick yeah, his ass. That's see to me that's not being to me that's not like uh, a romantic. Romance. <laughs> that's that's literally somebody who's banging another dude's you know wife. <laughs> And then the well, only he, reason he was, hold on, the only reason he was romantic at all, and this was the worst part of the film, oh, is because he gets pixie ducks, he gets yes. love dust yes. sprayed in his face, <laughs> and then in the middle of trying to get the freaking baby back, like he's like leaning in and like saying all this stuff. The funniest part of the whole movie was, was like was when he realizes that he said he's like I said what? No, I did. I don't even like her. Do I like her? I mean, the funniest thing was his confliction. Like I don't like her. I hate her. Do I like her? Oh my god, maybe I do. I don't. Like that was the only funny part of the movie when it came to his character. Like he's literally like trying to get the baby back. She was into to it to save humanity. <laughs> and he's under this stupid love potion and saying the dumbest written words of a script. I love that. That's like one of the best oh. parts of the movie, dude. That's like God, second the worst to the two-headed dragon. The whole movie. It's the worst <laughs> part of the whole movie. I have that note right here. It's a love potion scene during kidnapping the baby back. Pretty damn bad. That's a note I have right there. <laughs> it was a different Worst time. part of the movie. I was looking around. I was alone, and I was looking around, pretending there's people in the audience with me. Like I was doing the shrugging shoulder thing. Like, <laughs> you what is this? <laughs> Can you believe this? Like, really? <laughs> Terrible. Well, I'll tell you who who did fall for it. IRL, the actress Joanne Whaley, the woman who played Sorsha, the red-haired woman. They got married, and they were married. Like almost ten years, they fell in love on that set. That's that's the animal. But it wasn't from that scene. That you he can't has. tell me it was from that scene. <laughs> she didn't fall in love with Val Kilmer. It was the Kimmer love dust because of the love dust. It did not happen. <laughs> Bull crap. No, she, she was no. Good. She's another she was archetype. Great. 
She's another archetype that I love in movies and, and lore is the the vet the, the badass bad woman the the well the badass woman but I, I man or woman the bad guy that you want to turn good the bad guy who's conflicted that's doing her duty that has pressure on her and then she eventually comes around to the good side I no, love I that type of character I, I always I love that type of character worst part of this movie but I do agree with you how about the how about the towards the end the ritual so they get the obviously you know oh. It's a movie, so you know, like the baby gets kidnapped, and you know, it's like it's about ready to be sacrificed. Holy shnikes! This is a very dark movie. Like yes. I'm getting ready to talk about how like a baby is kidnapped back and about to be sacrificed. Like what the, what the hell? But the point is, that was one long ritual. Most movies go from day to night. Yeah. This yeah. went from night to day, and it's yeah. like, how is this baby still alive? And then back to night. That baby should be dead. And then back to night. <laughs> yeah. like, how long is this ritual? She's a witch. It so should have lasted like 20 minutes. So long that so long that the the army outside had time to dig holes and hide their horses in them. Oh yeah. For the, the big twist at the end where they're like, we all left. You know, they all left. We're going to destroy you if you don't surrender right now. And they all come out. Right. Like, and, and and the other thing about that is like no one. I, I know that maybe after they turned them into pigs, they were like, we don't need to watch them anymore. But you're telling me there's not one sentry posted on any of the walls saying like, hey, man, all those hundreds of guys are like building ditches and stuff. What are they doing out there? <laughs> like, no, they just stopped watching. Didn't notice any of that. <laughs> Hiding this massive force overnight. And yeah, and you obviously like where are the guards like like how would they not be watching that like keeping guard like checking out the exterior? You know? All I can like, say is uh, about the length of the the uh, the length of the ritual. That's how long it takes. It's this is serious magic, no, bro. No, this baby dumb. is the most important, powerful being in the entire universe of this movie. It takes it takes forty eight hours, let's say, to fully do the ritual to get it spirit out of it or whatever. Dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Listen, it was not a bad movie. It was not a bad movie. It was just kind of one of those things where I'm like, I just want to know what Adam loves about this so much. Look, do I think it's a great movie now? No, I don't. Do I do? Am I embarrassed by my loving it as a kid? Absolutely not. Do I still think there's fun to be had? Yes. Did I enjoy rewatching it? Absolutely. Uh, there's nothing embarrassing or bad about liking Willow in 1988. No. It's not it's not my favorite, but it was part of it. Like I, it's it's topical. I want to relive this. I want to see if it's as good as I remember. I yeah. see the warts now. I see that the the there are some major problems with the script, with the design, <laughs> with with just certain things. But it's still I, I I definitely look at it and see. I know definitely what I saw in this from the ages of seven to nine. I I totally stand by everything about it because. The key to this is awe and wonder, adventure, the, the the sense of adventure, the music, the landscape shots, the swashbuckling swordplay, the the <laughs> the magic and sorcery, the the story of a little a you know the biggest heroes can come from the littlest people. That kind, you, know, you could just the the most cheesy obvious like voiceover. Right. Well, I mean, in like, a world part, in of a world. little people come the biggest heroes. And I think another aspect to that is 
the baby is such a great actress and the use of the baby as the primary MacGuffin of the movie is yeah. a beautiful storytelling technique because it's so emotionally manipulative. Oh, I mean, it absolutely. Is the most obvious, easy manipulation of an audience is to have a little infant crying and smiling that has to be protected. Reacting, not just smiling and not even just smiling and crying. Yeah. That baby was reacting. Yes. I'm telling you, best actor of the movie, by far better than Val Kilmer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that baby knew who, how to act. And sadly, that baby never acted again. I was just looking the that up. The only movie that she ever did <laughs> was this movie because her parents obviously put her in it. But like never acted again. But the reactions that they got are better than anything I've seen in CG. Yeah. CG hasn't replicated it. Movies haven't replicated it. To have that young of a child reacting and conveying the emotion from fear, not just happy and crying, fear, being afraid, yep. being saved, being powerful, being unsure, being victim, being unsure. Every one of those emotions, Ron Howard got out of that child. I, I know. And, and I, that is epic. That that is it's incredible filmmaking. It's incredible storytelling, and and that they pulled it off. That they had so many shots of the baby doing the right thing. And I I have to imagine that Ron Howard was just sitting there pinching the baby, you know, maybe flicking it, you yeah. know, you know, like <laughs> you know, squeezing its toe really hard so it would cry at the right moment. Oh my god. I went dark with it. Yeah, let's not dive into that, bro. I'm sure sure you can make faces rather than inflicting actual pain on a child. (laughs) But it it worked so well. And between those two things, absolutely. Warwick Davis. uh, Warwick Davis. I've said Warwick a few times. Warwick Davis was the brown Ewok. Was the main teddy bear kind of Ewok. And, oh, yeah, that's and, right. And Lucas actually developed the outline for the story in 1972 when he was coming up with ideas for Star Wars. So this was living in the same headspace as Star Wars. In the early 80s, he met Warwick Davis when he was playing that Ewok. And he's like, I've got the thing for you, but we don't have the movie technology for it yet. So, you know, five years later or whatever, Warwick Davis was like 19 when he shot this film. George Lucas has always, always excelled. George Lucas builds insanely amazing worlds. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean every character is well-written. Doesn't mean that necessarily every character is well-executed from a performance standpoint due to, you know, poor writing or direction or this or that. I hear you. Like, the story behind Willow is awesome and i don't even care that people claim that it's like a ripoff of star wars you know or like you were saying lord of the rings or this or that to me they were, these are great characters they were interesting people they were interesting moments i just felt that it was not perfectly executed i just disagree i respectfully disagree that i i think he was was well a, a good character in a good world with decent enough writing and an excellent performance, an excellent costume design, an excellent journey as a character. I, I, I think he is the best part of the movie. Warwick Davis being number two. You know what makes me most happy about this is that for once, after four, 
three years, going into four years of doing the show with you, past Chad would have just unloaded in a Charlie Day rant on you and just eh, freaked out about what you were saying. I see your point as well. And I think this is the first episode where we've actually reached a point to where we both have to respectfully agree to disagree. Yes. But <laughs> it is. We either, we, it never happens. We either end up arguing to finally get to a point or and agree. this just or, or agree and this just <laughs> it is what it is have we ever done this have we ever <laughs> once so. in almost 100 episodes said yeah you know what i hear what you're saying but i just don't agree and i didn't and i didn't freak out i just we did go back and listen st- to it we freaked out on each other a lot it just we're, we're ending it on a good moment Oh, I'm just thinking about the ending. I'm so, pleasantly surprised. So before we we get into another fight, let's just end the episode now. Oh.